This is an AMI podcast. My name is Bruce Cook, and I ride freestyle motocross. This is the biggest trick in the world of action sports. A double front flip! 35 feet in the air, I under-rotated. When I landed, I couldn't feel my legs. I knew this would not be the end for me. With the help of friends, innovation, and modifications... You want to talk about a comeback? Here it is! Ten months later, I landed the world's first backflip as a paraplegic. Touring with Nitro Circus has gotten my story out there and triggered a flood of messages from people with injuries and disabilities. It's been seven years, and I'm ready to help other people. I've teamed up with some other innovative friends, and we are on a mission to help people with disabilities experience epic adventures. By hook or by cup. I'm in Edmonton to meet a lady named Louise. She commented on my backflip video and she said she couldn't believe it because she can't even do a wheelie in her wheelchair. I'm hoping I can teach her a few tricks to gain some independence. Hi, Louise. Hey. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Good, I'm Bruce. Nice Good to meet you. you. I heard you're interested in going on a bit of an adventure. Yes. <laughs> I'm Louise, I'm 54 and I live in Edmonton, Alberta. I was born in Shanghai, China. I was about six years old when I came here, so I've pretty much grown up in Canada. I'm Drake, I'm 23, and I'm Louise's son. Since I was very young, my, my mom was a single mom. She was a very hardworking person. I did a lot of traveling on my own. It was easier to be able to just go where I want, when I want. I had an aortic dissection while I was traveling in the UK in 2017. That kind of ended my traveling career. I haven't gone anywhere since my injury. It was just a normal day at work, and I got a call from this doctor in the UK. Your mother had an accident. There's a chance that she's not going to live. I wasn't expecting that at all. She was on a vacation. They still don't know what caused it. I don't remember anything until I came out of surgery. And then I realized I couldn't feel my legs. They had to clamp my main artery. When you have no blood going to your spinal column, it starts to die off very quickly. Just like that, I was paralyzed. She was just scared. And I've never, she's never cried to me like that before. It wasn't just my world had completely changed. I think his did as well. It's hard. She was the most independent woman I knew. It is what it is. I sit on my bed with my laptop and I can game for hours. I can just escape and just enjoy. You can only like sleep and watch Netflix for, you know, so long. She wants to be independent again. I know that deep down. And I feel like she can. She wants to be able to drive her car, you know, be on her own. She's almost set in kind of a way that isn't her. I can't change what's happened. So now I just have to learn to Deal with it. Thank you for having me over. Take me back a little bit. I had a pretty boring life, really. I was a single mother, um, so a lot of my life consisted of just working and uh, paying the bills, and I, I didn't rely on anybody. Your uh, injury, it was three years ago. Right. How was that for you? Very, very life-changing. I don't drive, right? I That was something that I had decided not to get into 
I've just missed getting out and doing things that before I took for granted. I know there's certain thoughts for myself that are just constantly playing in my head. Do you have that type of thing? Like, Oh, yeah, the mental aspect of this whole thing, I think, was the most difficult. I never thought that having to sell my vehicle at the time and my house was something that would be so difficult. I worked so hard for it, and now all of a sudden it was gone. When you're an adult, having to move back in and live with your mother is not something that, you know, you dream about doing. Obviously, it's very hard for you. Uh, what was it like for family? My son is at that age where he's trying to go on his own, do things for himself. I'm hoping that eventually, as I get more comfortable in my life in the wheelchair, that he will eventually be able to see me as the independent person that I used to be. What's holding you back the most right now? I'm afraid of doing things on my own because I'm afraid of getting stuck. And then I got no way of getting out. If I worked a lot harder, I could probably do way more than what I'm doing now. Well, I'm coming up with quite a little plan okay. so, that I think you'll like. All and right. uh, I think we'll have some fun. I'd be up for that. I'd be up for anything, actually. <laughs> I'm going to be taking Louise off-road and off the grid. But first, I'm up here at my parents' farm where we're going to teach Louise how to drive the same way that I did. She's going to have to learn some patience and some trust, which is why I invited my friend Ashley to join us. Ashley went through a similar journey 10 years ago when she lost her vision. Uh, so tell me, what are what are we doing? Got this lady, Louise, and she's struggled a little bit, kind of getting back to the things she loves. Hmm. For me, like some of the biggest accomplishments um, in the beginning was the little ones, like going to the mailbox, going to the grocery store by yourself for the first time. And I think the more you have a few of those little accomplishments, they turn into even bigger accomplishments. I have no idea what we're doing. I, I like, I want to be surprised. <laughs> if I could learn a skill, that would be absolutely wonderful. Hi. Hi, Louise. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm excited. This is my friend Ashley. Hi, Hi Ashley. I'm going to leave you with Ashley for a little bit. Okay. While I go grab a couple things and get some things prepared. Okay, sounds good. I just want to do something different and just have some fun. I've heard a little bit about the things that Bruce have done. <laughs> Bruce, I feel, is stepping out of everybody's yeah. comfort zone yeah. every single day. But I really admire people like that that mm -hmm. are able to do that. Like, And I wish I could be more like that. Yeah. I'm still uh, learning a lot of what it means to be in a wheelchair. So I'm still kind of a little hesitant when it comes to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to do anything. I had no mo motivation to do anything. Were you more outgoing with things like that before your accident? Yeah, um, prior to this, I mean, I used, I did a lot of traveling and yeah. on my own. With solo traveling and that kind of adventure, there's a, quite a bit of resilience you have to have within to even say yes to an adventure like that. Oh, yeah. It's still somewhere deep down inside of you. Yeah. So I've got a few cars sitting around the, the farm that I use for jumping, but this one, this is the cream of the crop. It's a 1990 Mazda 323, and I shined it up. It drives good. It stops. It goes. It's the perfect car for Louise to learn to drive again. Now it's time to go impress the ladies. I've cleaned up my old 1990 Mazda 323. My friend Ashley is here for moral support, and I'm going to teach Louise how to drive with hand controls. Louise? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be taking you uh -huh. on an off-road 
Oh, off God. the grid. Off what? Adventure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. But first, this is one of the cars that uh, I have around to kind of derby and jump. I figured this would be the perfect car to learn in. If you happen to run into a tree or, or go off a jump, then... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I won't feel so bad if I hit something with that car. <laughs> I am a little bit nervous. Well, I know it's doable. It's just a matter of doing it. She but. runs like a dream, so I think you'll like it. Okay. <laughs> to make this vehicle accessible, I have added a set of temporary hand controls. Two aluminum tubes are clamped to the brake and the gas pedals. They are then attached to the top, forming a base for your hand to press against to brake. Pressing the top of the other tube with your thumb engages the gas pedal. If you're comfortable, then we'll put the hand controls... Okay. Yeah, between the legs usually works best. Yep. And, okay. Yeah, position your feet wherever, and then just kind of get a feel for the brakes. So you, you just push that one straight forward, that's it. And then uh, for the first bit, we'll just put it in gear and it'll drive itself. You won't even really need to use much gas, so... Okay. Put it in drive. Oh. There we go. <laughs> I find okay. the hand up, yeah, to the side. And then contest the brakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. So then you just kind of one-handed turns. <laughs> On the hill, you're going to have to use a little gas. So, if you, yeah, you kind of brace with your fingers and then push that. It's a little sticky, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> it's actually easier than I thought it was going to be. I know the joy that I get from driving and like the freedom and, and the independence. So like seeing this is is really cool. Hello! Hi! How are you doing? I'm pretty good actually. Yeah. Considering. She's doing awesome. Yeah? <laughs> Scary? A little bit, yeah. A little bit? Yeah. Now other cars around, it's not as scary, you yeah, know? Like not as many things or people to hit. Yeah. You haven't hurt a single yeah. tree yet. Yeah. There was a couple of areas where I wanted to go a little faster, but then I, I got kind of scared. And I was like, <laughs> no, break, <laughs> break. What I picked up from that was that you wanted to go a little bit faster. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a few words there, and that was definitely piqued my interest. So you up for it? Yep. Okay, let's, let's go. Do it. There's the confidence. <laughs> for Louise's big adventure, she's going to be taking my old yellow Jeep off-roading. But before that, I need to adjust a few things. So I'm just hooking up the permanent controls. This is the steel rod that goes to the brake pedal. Get them as tight as I can by hand and then just throw a wrench on it to really tighten them because you don't want these coming loose. So this is what makes you stop. Louise mentioned that she's never been able to independently transfer into a vehicle. My best friend Tom is on his way up to give me a hand with a little idea I have. Hey, how's it going? It's good. You good. pulled this out of storage? Yeah. Right on. Figured, uh, pulled her out, dusted it off, and figured it'd be the perfect vehicle to uh, get Louise in and get her out on an adventure. My name is Tom, and I've known Bruce since I was four years old. Yeah, so I think those hand controls are going to work. Um, another issue that I thought of was transferring into the Jeep. Got the four-inch lift, the bigger tires, so it's not an easy transfer for anyone. Um, so I'm thinking of coming up with some sort of platform um, that I can put a ramp onto so she can go up the ramp onto the platform and then be the same level as the seat to transfer into. What I'm thinking is mounting something off of the Jeep itself. So no matter what terrain you're on, it's always gonna be the same reference to the Jeep seat. To allow Louise the ability to transfer into the lifted Jeep, 
I'm going to construct a platform that will put Louise at the same height as the driver's seat. With the support of the roll bar, she should be able to transfer straight across, independently. What do you need for help? What do you want me to do? I'll get you to hold the pieces while I weld them in place. I've kind of mocked up one hook that's going to support the platform. Uh, basically, it's kind of an S hook, so the top hook is going to go onto the, the rocker panel and then drop down. It's probably the most practical thing you've ever come up with. Being Bruce's best friend is um, interesting. Never a dull moment, so to speak. Oh, that should work. Yeah, looks about 90 degrees. Perfect. Well, Dad's not home. Should we uh, safety test the Jeep? Like our kind of Jeep safety test? Oh, yeah. I guess so. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, man. Gotta make this corner perfect. Yep. Get some speed here. Oh, boy. Oh. Here we go. Come on, come on. Hold on. Okay, maybe this 55-foot jump is a bit excessive for a safety test, but YOLO. Oh, my God. That's better than I thought. <laughs> Louise and I are up at Lake Eleanor. Before I take her on her final big adventure, I'm gonna show her something smaller to help her get around. Hey, Louise. Hey, Bruce. How's it going? Good. What do you think of our cabin in the woods? This is awesome. This Good. is great, yeah. So brought up a little ramp that will hopefully work for okay. getting up onto the little deck there. Yeah. Maybe start, at least, to teach you uh, a little bit about wheelies. Okay, okay. Wheelies are just so important. I mean, navigating day-to-day -day life, as I'm sure you've found out. Yeah, I've always been afraid of them because I've, you know, previously when I wasn't trying to do it, I would do it, and then I ended up on my back, and then I was like, okay, I don't like doing that anymore. I'll come behind you. So you'll feel your balance point, which is where it starts to get scary <laughs> because that's where you'll start to go over backwards, and that's where you want to kind of well, balance yourself, and it's just very small movements. Roll back and then forward, and then it'll pop up. Yep, oh. exactly. Okay. So come back again, and forward. Yep. Okay. Okay, and so I'm gonna pull back a bit to help it. Go again. There you go. There it is. A little further back. Right there. And then it's scary. <laughs> Little adjustments with your hand, forward and back. And then, yeah, if you kind of lean your upper body and your head forward and back, it makes a big difference. Yeah. I think a lot of it, obviously, is in your mind, where you're like, no, I can't do this. And so you don't do it. Whereas today, I was totally open. A year ago, I wouldn't have been able to do that. You said some really good um, points that kind of like, okay, Clicked. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you balanced for a few seconds on your own. So that yeah. was awesome. But... It's getting cool, it's getting dark, yeah. so let's go start a fire. Yeah. The fresh air and the just nature and, uh, you know, the trees and it's exhilarating, actually. It's a really beautiful day up here. It's raining a little bit right now, but it's supposed to clear up later. The leaves are already changing colors, and it's the perfect day for an off-road adventure. Since my accident has become 
more special and, and I love it even more because it's basically my new way of being able to explore. Hey, Louise. Hey. The reason we're driving the other day, practicing oh. driving the other oh. day, yeah, was because today you're gonna take a spin in my Jeep. Oh, cool. <laughs> wow, okay. So, unfortunately it's raining. I would have yeah. loved to have taken the roof off. That's what the plan was. But right. if there's anything that I've learned, it's that we have to be adaptable. At least when it's raining, then we got some mud puddles. So yeah. there's always okay. a positive. Cool. <laughs> got a little system set up to get you loaded in easily because cool. it's a little higher than the old car. The independent transfer platform that Tom and I made is suspended solely by the body of the Jeep. Two large S-style hooks attach the platform to the door frame. With additional chains secured to the door hinge and the door latch anchor, the platform connects to a ramp, allowing Louise to roll up and transfer straight across, regardless of the terrain. The platform is going to drop down a little bit because of the Jeep suspension. Nice. Most of your weight, uh, if you can, on the roll bar, and then it'll swing you right into the seat. So you'll want to get forward as much as you can to the front of your, your wheelchair. Okay. Uh, all right, let's see. That was beautiful. <laughs> oh, that worked. Yep. Cool. Okay. Well done. Impressive. This was the uh, first vehicle I independently transferred into. I'm kind of proud of myself. Just push forward for brake, and then you can fire it up. This is so different and out of my, like, comfort zone. Yep. And then you can keep the brake on, and then same thing, put it in drive. I am a little bit nervous about this. <laughs> I've never been off-roading. This is my first, ever. <laughs> I've always wanted to try it. So this is kind of cool that I'm doing it now. This is how you get to the best camping spots that no one else is at. <laughs> true, very true. You see the water through the trees and everything. Uh, and then you got a little bit of a mountain, the mountains on the other side of it. Definitely a bit of a Looks valley really here. really nice, yeah. It is beautiful here. We're gonna come up to the creek that's flowing out of this and we're gonna go across it on a little bridge. Cool spot there. So yeah. The bridge. Uh, little gas. Bump onto it. Yep. And you can see the little kind of slough, and then turns into a creek on the right, and then the lake off to the left. So anything you see, you're good to drive over. There's lots of clearance and everything. So pick your route, and we'll go there. <laughs> Are you scared? <laughs> no, I'm great. Generally, I'm not a passenger because I love driving so much. But I will say that. If I'm gonna be passenger, then it's awesome that I can hopefully give you some good tips that help out. I can see why you like all this extreme stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, be able to get. This is basically my big wheelchair. Right? Like. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, We're going up there. We are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people would be able to get them up here. And that's the beauty of it. You don't run into too many people on these roads. Whoa! My leg wanted to like. You know, go to the, yeah. That, oh, yeah. go to the brake type thing, and that, it was like, oh yeah, right. I can't takes, move my leg. Yeah, that takes a long time to not to get you know, over there to get over that. That freaked, freaked me out. That freaked me out big time. <laughs> this is definitely a rocky, rough section. That was really exhilarating, actually. Get that excitement in you every yeah. now and then, you know. 
No, it's great. It feels awesome. great. Does this kind of make you feel like your old self? Yeah, ab absolutely. It would definitely help me uh, to try some other things that I might not be fully comfortable or feel like I would be able to do and say, okay, figure out how to do it without freaking you out every time. When I was uh, injured at 51, uh, honestly, I thought, you know, it was over. Now um, I realize that, you know, it, that's not the case and that there's just, there's a lot out there that I can still do. I just have to get over the, the fear of, uh, of trying. And, and uh, if I fail, I fail. I think, I think we'll, I'll be fine. This is so fun. Oh, that's Drake. <laughs> oh my God. I haven't seen her in a car for a long time, you know? Let alone a Jeep on a dirt road trail out here. It's just wild. So we pulled up to this amazing view. This is honestly one of my favorites. Uh, you got the mountains, like mountains in the distance, the lake. Um, so I think we should maybe hop out, get to enjoy that because driving's fun, but it's the getting you to the place that's the biggest payoff. All right, one big jump here. All right, ready? Oh, yeah. Wow. Beautiful. I, I impressed myself a couple of times. I was like, wow. You can do more than you think, I think. Yeah. You know? Apparently. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. This was, this was good. Yeah? Yeah. I need to be more out of my comfort zone. You were holding yourself back, and it hurt, because you were the strong, independent mom, and then you are like, I can't do it anymore, right? Like, I don't want to do it. The more you do it, the, the easier it gets. And I like that. Good job. I loved watching Louise become more confident in herself the last few days. It's not always the extravagant things that make the biggest difference, but all the little things you accomplish day to day. Not too old to, uh, to learn new things. Hosted by myself, Bruce Cook, with the help of Tom Flanagan and Ashley King. Produced by Pamela Tomlinson. Story editor, Connie Edwards. Audio recorded by Mike Peterson. Music by Casey Van Wensum. Post coordination by Danny Spears. Final mix by Tyler Gillis. For AMI, story consultant, Arthur Shepard. Integrated described video consultant, Ron Rickford. Development and production executive, Andrew Morris. A Render Digital Production. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.